Hey, Mabel. Hey, Tori. Hey, playwrights. Welcome to Hey, Playwright, a podcast about playwriting and life. A note before we begin. Our injury cap was recorded back in April, so even though we say we just got back, we've actually been back for weeks. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, Mabel. Hey, Tori. <laughs> Remember that time we went to a, a town in Kansas and we were part of this amazing festival, met cool people, got caught in a hailstorm. <gasps> the hailstorm. <laughs> I almost forgot about the hailstorm. Yes, Tori, I sure do, because it it was actually last week. It wasn't when, that long ago. Okay. When, when a redhead and a little Mexican found themselves <laughs> on the campus of Independence Community College, um, just two podcasting gals rubbing elbows their wig. <laughs> with all these amazing creative people. Yes. Oh my gosh. Are you still coming off of the high? I mean, you just... I, I want to say yes, but, you know, there's no rest for the weary. So as soon as I, you know, got off the plane, it was, you know, it's like it, it all rolls into the next day. So I have it. So before we started recording, we were talking about what I think some people refer to as the post show blues. Right. I heard it. I heard it referred to as postpartum. And I thought, oh, oh it yeah. is kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to talk about what that is? Like where you yeah. heard it in context? It, it, so in the context of, of what I heard, and, I, and I'm and i sure that anyone who, even athletes will identify with this, you know, uh, or any type of project, but especially I think theater people um, or musicians, like you gear up to do a show and all of your energy, all of your endorphins just go into wow, making this event happen. And especially when you're creating a play, right? You are working with the same group of people for for a scheduled amount of time. And so when it ends and suddenly you're no longer seeing those people, the event is over, the roses have been... <laughs> I say the roses have died. That's not a good enough. <laughs> but all of the accolades have happened. The celebrations have happened. And then you are back to kind of getting back into the daily routine of your life. It, it feels um, there's like sometimes it can feel like there's this void, a little bit of a sadness some nostalgia where you're thinking back to all of the amazing things that happened. And I heard, I was listening to this podcast called broken record and it was an interview with Michael Stipe of, um, REM and Rick Rubin, you know, the very famous producer and Michael Stipe at the end of this episode was talking about why he thinks like so many creatives, um, struggle with addiction and things like that, because you're, you're looking for a way to kind of, you know, fill that void of all of this amazingness that is happening in bursts, you know? Yeah. So, um, I'm not, I'm not turning to drugs or anything for that, <laughs> but I'm going to say that the end that, that I felt that when we left the festival, I felt like, Oh, wow. I miss all of those people. That was great. It's interesting that you say that because as you're talking about addiction, like I, I consider myself a workaholic. So for me, you know, as soon as I got home, it was like back to like, doo -doo -doo, so I didn't feel that. So, so maybe like I'm about to have like about two more weeks of school, um, mm -hmm. you know, so like this is the big push. And so when, 
when those two weeks are over, I bet you there's going to be a tremendous void and sadness in my life because I will feel like, oh, it's all over. And then I'll get wrapped up in some other projects, you know, like I was going to say, you are always so busy, though. The amount of projects that you take on at any given time, I can see why you identify yourself as a workaholic because you really do have so many things happening simultaneously. But um, yeah, when I got home, I just had I don't even know if I had that much time to decompress because I came home. I had some <laughs> family members were sick. There were issues with the pets and it was like, ah, and then of course, jumping back into work. But I am still unpacking all of the amazing things that happened and, you know, just thinking about moments that made me laugh moments that were just so wonderful conversations, just getting to sit and really just have, these face-to-face conversations with um, people that we've only met online and new people. Yeah. I I will say this, Tori. At one point this week, I was contemplating buying real estate in Independence, Kansas, because I was like, wouldn't it be rad to just like buy a place there, start my own store? Because I was thinking about, you know, like we one of the places that we shopped at while we were there was Magnolia Sense by Design. It's a super cute, um, shop that has all of these beautiful scents, home decor, and I ended up buying these three pigs. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> was such an interesting purchase. This <laughs> like we, so happy. <laughs> we walk into the store and I was buying, I, I, I specifically was looking for um, something for my kid and also something for my friend Celia. And, and we had Main Street bucks to spend, right? Because yeah. that was one of the main... Um, um, things at the festival that I thought was so cool was to put money back into the economy. So we had been spending it at different restaurants during our stay at Annie Mae's. Um, what was that amazing Italian restaurant? Brothers Railroad Inn, Casey's Creations. We'll talk about yeah, that we'll talk in about a moment. <laughs> but uh, spend, spending those Main Street bucks. And uh, you, you, you found these pigs. <laughs> I found these pigs. I don't know. I, I, I looked at them and I was like, ah, oh, that's really cool. And then I go to check out, you know, buying, you know, and it's, it's, it's mostly scent stuff. Right. So like, right. like oils and like sprays and, and candles. Incense. Yeah. Incense. Um, and so I'm, I'm buying these, these things. Like they had really cool hand sanitizers in, in honey bear bottles, which I love. I, so I had to get one of those. And then somehow there's like, they say something about, oh, they're, they're doing free shipping. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? Free shipping? You're like, free shipping? Give me those pigs. No. And then I was like, are those <laughs> no. pigs for sale? That's um, right. Yeah. And, and he said, yes. <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. So I ended up going over, uh, which is fine. I'm happy to, yeah. to, to, to spend money there. Um, but I got my pigs this week. And then I was, and that's what led me to think like, maybe I could have, maybe I could have a place in Independence, Kansas and, and start a cute little shop there. Haven't they had that shop? It's been a long time, right? Like 15 years. Had, or something? I think, I think it was 10 years. I think. Oh, 10 years. Okay. Yeah. So but it's a just, gorgeous shop. It's gorgeous. really, really so cool. Much fun stuff. I bought earrings. Like I just bought lots of things that did I need them? No. Am I glad I bought them? Absolutely. Those pigs. I'll, I'll take a picture and post them up because yeah you should we'll put we can put it on happy. put it on the instagram <laughs> this is what i thought 
so so I, it's funny. I thought about property and independence too, but remember, so we're going to give a huge shout out to Val. Val is also Val is amazing. a joy. Val is she a is joy. a joy. Val is the one who picked us up from the airport, carted us around town. She was one. Uh, she organized the volunteer drivers for the event, and she. Um, plays a large role in the community too, right? She was born and raised in Independence, knows a lot about the history of the town. And as she's driving us from the airport, gave us, you know, all of these really interesting insights to the town, how the Inch Festival came about, all of that. Um, and she, she was just a joy to be around, always smiling, always, I mean, and this this woman was picking people up in the wee hours of the morning and late at night and driving everybody around and then could still hang out, you know? Yes, <laughs> like, she would still hang out. One thing I do know is she is a, a real estate agent there in Independence. And I know that inventory is very low right now and that prices are high. So for us, Mabel, it might not be a good time to buy. But maybe you could open a shop. It might be a good time to, might be cheaper to do that than it would be to buy a house. Where will I live, though? In I my shop? <laughs> yes, that's what you'll do. You get a little work. <laughs> There'll be playwright plays plays on demand. I have this idea of a playwright oh, sitting what? in a window. Oh yeah, I told Ron if we get a thing, I said we need to have a play on demand and have a playwright in the window, <laughs> kind of like they do at the Standard Hotel in L.A. where people are sleeping in that. Do you know what I'm talking about behind that? You've told uh, me about pit? it. I don't know if they do it anymore, but back in the day when I lived there, they would pay people to just live their lives being young people, of course, of course. you know, reading, sleeping, doing whatever is very strange, but it was a, a draw for people to go to the standard in a hotel and see these people behind the glass. I, very strange, but I had an idea that a playwright should do. <laughs> anyway, back to anyways, in. back to Inge. So, uh, so Val drove us around. But yeah, we got in um, Wednesday. Hit the ground running on Wednesday. Running. That's it. <laughs> sure did. It's like, get your butt to Independence High School because we got to judge. The William Inge Festival Scholarship Contest. That is where we met Paul. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> we met Paul and the three of us um, judged scenes that were written by former honorees of the Inch Theater Festival. Yeah, so we got to hear scenes by Neil Simon. Yes, and then it just so happened that the the winning scene happened to be um a scene from Picnic by William Inch. This contest took place in the in the school theater which they have a beautiful performance space, right? But um later the winning scene got to be performed at the William Inge house, like on the lawn of the William Inge boyhood home. And we got to see that. And guess who was sitting like two seats away from Tori as that was happening? Do your big name. It was Lynn Nottage. Oh my God. was there. So how cool is that? That Lynn Nottage, you know, came out to watch these students perform the winning entries. That is what we, on Wednesday. Wednesday night, we, went to, we had dinner at Brothers Railroad Inn, where I had, I think, one of the most amazing pasta dishes of my life. It was uh, baked ziti, but it was so ridiculous. It was so good. 
they've been um like their family recipes right they keep them they're like top secret family recipes also um brothers railroad inn is special because it is the location where we had our first in-person meeting with Gina Fibia. Yes. yes. So yes. we got to meet Gina and her partner Freddie Padilla in person. Oh my gosh. Shout out to both of them. It was just you know, it's one of those one of those things. Like you you admire someone, you respect them and 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 then to get to meet them in person. Oh yeah. boy. And a huge shout out to Freddie who has um this t-shirt business that is just incredible. Um, you can check him out on Instagram at BK Spidey because his t-shirt T Public is there. If you click on it, Cafe Con Coffee, spelled C-A-W-F-E-E. These are specific theater inspired t-shirts. So for all you people out there who work in theater or need a gift for your playwright friends or family, like this is what you need to check out because these are amazing. They're beautifully designed. Listen, I am a lover of good design. I think bad design is one of the things that instantly puts me in a bad mood as Tori knows. Um, yes. Um, and I, I love these shirts. I love the designs. I love the message is the messages they're really cool shirts so um so you should totally check these out and uh i think we need to we need to buy some tori and like do a photo shoot i think our next pictures are gonna have these designs because they're pretty badass we we are we are not party animals no we're not <laughs> we're not and i had work to do i had actually i had a school presentation the reason why we were there early is because i had to i had to present for the school of leadership an education, diversity, equity, and inclusion showcase. <laughs> so I, of course, took the opportunity to make a presentation about theater for young audiences and Latinx representation, which prepared me sufficiently the next day for our What is TYA panel that we kicked off at 9 a.m. in the morning. And Tori, why was that awesome for you? I'm just assuming it was awesome for you. I don't know if it was, but it was awesome for me. But I don't know. Was it awesome for you, first of all? Well, I will say this. It has been a long time since Mabel and I have gotten to co-teach. Yes. And having this opportunity to do this again was, you know, the magic is still there, Mabel. The magic still have the, there, Tori. We still have the magic. <laughs> So yes. what happened and what happened for us is that this um, panel was originally slated to be facilitated by Idris Goodwin. And then we were going to moderate the conversation about TYA. We were just tag alongs. We were just, we were just tag along. We were just, yeah. but then unfortunately Idris had a family emergency, but what it did it, it, for us is it gave us an opportunity to, to co-teach and do what we do, which is um, lead people through some writing, <laughs> which we did. Which we did. But we also had, I thought um, it felt like a really good conversation. Idris had reached out to 
some other TYA luminaries in the field to ask them, hey, could you record like a, a little one minute video? Then Mabel made it into a nice, uh, put it together. Who was in our video, Mabel? Um, so Jenny Millinger of Child's Play, um, Alvaro Sarrios, who is in the Hey Playwright universe. Actually, uh, Jose Casas, who is also in the Hey Playwright universe, our latest inductee. And then we had Susan Zeter, who is a legend of TYA. So yeah, so we put together this really cool little video, which we will make available online. We'll post it on the website, but it is, uh, it is, um, these folks explaining what's so great about TYA. And uh, so that kicked off our our discussion, right? And then we talked about we talked about the field, we talked about the challenges, and we had a really great conversation. And I think what made the conversation so special is that that we had folks in attendance from all walks of life. Some were teaching artists, some were educators. I think we had a few high school teachers. We had some journalists. We had some actors. It was a really uh, nice, diverse group of people, like you said, from different walks of life. And so that um, allowed us to have a conversation and, you know, see we, what. Sorry, sorry. We Go. had a playwright in the room who was an unexpected guest, Guillermo. That is correct. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So another hate playwright universe. Too. Another hate playwright universe. Um, member. Uh, yes. So talk about Guillermo, because we actually saw Guillermo on. Didn't we see him on? We saw him on um, Wednesday. Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. Wednesday night, we actually did get to connect with quite a, f a few people, and Guillermo w was one of them. And that was special for me because Guillermo was one of my playwriting teachers at ASU, and so it it was super cool to see him. And of course, Mabel and I interviewed him a couple of seasons ago about that day in Tucson. Um, and so to get to see him in person, have a conversation, and then for him to come to our workshop the next day was, 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 it was really just cool. awesome. It was yeah. cool <laughs> because he skipped, he was supposed to be somewhere else and he opted to come to our workshop, which I think is really awesome. That was really cool. So I hope he found it yeah. as, as beneficial, but I think that he provided some really interesting insights and really added to the discussion about what is TYA. We did a screening of Pick Me Last, Idris's play. And then Jacole Kitchen from La Jolla Playhouse, she zoomed in to take questions from the audience. And even though we had some technical snafus, everybody like went on the journey with us and it all ended up beautiful. We did a writing exercise and then a couple of people wrote and shared, which was pretty magical. There were some actors there, um, from that we're doing the play lab so we're getting onto the play lab schedule too because wow that was awesome too <laughs> i'm starting to feel exhausted from the day it was a it was so much i mean that's the thing about a festival right there's a lot of offerings there's so yeah. much going on and so even now, reflecting, there were people that we kind of met in passing that I thought, oh, I want to get back and finish that conversation that we didn't get to do that with. So hopefully our paths will cross again with those people. I have a feeling they will. One thing that was profound to me, I don't know if you experienced this, but there were several times where I thought the theater community is actually small. Yeah. As large as it feels sometimes, 
It yes. is small. So your relationships that you make, those really can be what can lead you to the next step, connecting you with other communities of artists. Whenever it seems like everything is so large, you come to these festivals and it's like, oh my gosh, no. It's like these three degrees of separation, not even six. Oh, that person and that person and, and how everything is connected. You, you know? know, it's so true because we were when we were having we were having lunch on Thursday with Guillermo, um, and he's like, "Oh, do you know Daniel and and Patrice?" And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, because Daniel and Patrice are part of Tuyo Theater, which I'm a part of." And it's like you're in Independence, Kansas, and like, yeah, people know people. And then one of one of the highlights for me at this festival was meeting Frankie D. Gonzalez, who was was part of the new play lab. And his play was just something else. I mean, it was just a, a special, special play. But his name came up this week. I was on the phone with a play publisher and they were talking about Frankie. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just met him. Like, it, it really is a very tiny world. So... Um, yeah, it it absolutely is. Um, and then what, another highlight for me was meeting Kalia Davis and getting to hang out with her at Walmart. That was, at Walmart. At Walmart. <laughs> How did that happen? We were just like, oh, our hotel was across the, the street from Walmart. And then did you say who brought it up? Because I was like, let's go. Let's just go. We'll just yeah, we needed we needed some stuff. So we went across the street. I know we picked up a banana for one of the new play lab playwrights, yes. Chipley. Yeah. Yes. But uh, but we ran. I know I got a pint of ice cream and ate it all by myself. I got mangoes and ice cream. and But I didn't do what I normally do. Because I think, you know, I told you, we've said this before. Like, when I go to a new town, I like to check out the Target and or the Walmart just to get a vibe for the place. Um, I didn't get to see that much of, of the Walmart. I would have liked to see more of it just to just to kind of understand. But um, yeah, but whatever. It's all good. We could not find that. Yeah. We could not find it yeah. at Walmart, although I think that it's there because I will say this as we were driving to Independence, Kansas, and also it was across the street. There are a lot of Mexican restaurants there. So my people are there, Tori. Just so, so, yeah. so Tahin has got to be there. I'm just gotta be there. We just we just well, I mean, we just I was gonna try say, hard did enough. We try? I don't no, think we tried that hard. I don't think we did. No. no. So back to Thursday, we did our what is TYA or then we went to the play lab to hear some new plays. So we got to see on Thursday the new the some new plays that were read, including Guillermo's, and that's where we also got to see uh, Frankie's on that Thursday, and I'm so glad we were in the room when that happened. <laughs> and then I had an outburst. We, that is, we, we, had a, no, we, had, we had an outburst, but then I like <laughs> couldn't keep my mouth shut. I think it was, I, I would not consider that an outburst. I would consider that an opportunity. Oh, that's a really great yeah. framing. But the play that Frankie wrote was about two individuals who were incarcerated talking about time and you know that's kind of a that's kind of a thing for us right the mama bear mm -hmm. comes out when when 
people are 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 portrayed in a certain way and and Frankie did such a beautiful job um and that play was all about humanity and really seeing human beings for what they are regardless of their circumstances and so <laughs> when when people when people don't see what we see <laughs> we get all like Rawr! <laughs> and so yeah. So there, so there was the moment where <laughs> I was just like, "This is why I will never serve on a on a criminal trial jury because I have these these outbursts." Yeah, they'll go. Oh no. Yeah, that's what got me. <laughs> that's what got me excused the last time. But but I'm but the point is, Frankie D. Gonzalez has an amazing voice, and um, and we are so grateful that we were there to to meet him and to get to hear his work and um and hopefully we will hear we will be able to bring him on the podcast um in an upcoming season because he's just amazing yeah so thursday then the actors that they brought in were from we had the opportunity to spend some time and have some awesome conversations with one of those actors shout out to daniel Daniel mentioned to us that he has a lot of plays bubbling around, and that is that is always exciting for us to hear. So, Daniel, please continue doing what you do. We enjoyed your performances very much, as well as those of the other actors. Everyone was so good. But, Daniel, write. Write those plays. Yes. Daniel, write those plays. Keep doing your thing. Thursday is, Thursday is when you had the magical moment, Tori. Notice how I say I put it on you. You had the magical moment. I did. <laughs> that was where, like, the cinematic, like, we're walking down the street. And oh, oh, the and sun then, is shining. Idris is texting me. Where are you guys? <laughs> we saw him standing outside of Dickie's. And that was a moment. <laughs> 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 like ah it happened we ran we ran down the street in slow motion not really we, but, we didn't really know, run we didn't but, really do that but yes but it was it was it was a cool thing and then what happened thursday night was there thursday night thursday? was gina's play oh i was thinking it was friday mm -mm. no that was sweat oh sweat. my gosh yeah, yeah you're right yeah oh my gosh okay so See, I'm getting all my days mixed up. Oh, Mercutio loves Romeo, loves Juliet, loves. And oh, that play. She got me. She got me too. Well, I know I, I had to get Kleenex from you. At the, at the end. <laughs> this is why yes. I don't like going to theater anymore, Tori. I just, I just needed a minute to be in a room by myself to just cry. Because that play. Ugh. So that play, play so beautiful. And Gina, they live streamed it. I didn't know that at the time. I wish I had known because I would have had my daughter watch it because I think she would have really enjoyed that play, which uh, chronicled the, the lives of these three high school girls at a Catholic, <laughs> Catholic girls school in 2005. Um, and the time, the date is significant because it does, uh, the play does talk about technology and that sort of thing. So, and music, and the music, and, music, and the music is a very big the... part. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. True to the time. Um, but Gina was being honored as a new voice, the 2022 Otis Guernsey New Voice in America. She wrote that particular play when she was in residence at the William Inch House in January of this year, which was, I think, even cooler, you know, to see the work that she created. And the actors, oh my gosh, yes. So Day, Janet, Renisha, shout out. Mm. So awesome. Um, and then we got get to our s- stage directions. <gasps> yes. JM. Thank you. Thank you. Because we got to meet uh, JM a-, a couple of times, but then ran into JM at Magnolia Since by Design. Remember, <laughs> we were in their mind stuff. <laughs> it's funny. Everyone kind of is converging in those places. So you're running into people on the street and hey. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Ah, yes. That play is still sitting with me. I can't wait to see it again. Me too. Uh, yeah, it, it, it just, mm, it just, mm-hmm. I just, I, I, I'm not saying this because she's a lovely human being, but I think Gina Femia, I mean, are we allowed to say this? I don't know. I think Gina Femia is my favorite playwright. Yeah. Like I'm connecting with her work the way that, that I have, that I've, that I've connected with other pieces that have stayed with me for ever. She, she's incredible and just so humble, you know, then Friday morning hit the ground running again. So we had a fabulous panel called Producing TYA, which you will get to hear on Hey Playwright um, in a forthcoming episode. Uh, And that featured Julia Flood, the Artistic Director of Metro Theatre Company, Jacqueline Thompson, Artistic Associate for Metro Theatre Company, and Kalia Davis, um, who is the Artistic Director of Bay Area Children's Theatre, along with Idris Goodwin. And that was a wonderful conversation talking about how to break into TYA, um, what are some of the challenges? It was just a really, really great conversation. So that's that, that'll be coming up shortly. Then I had to go to the hotel and do homework. And Tori took a nap. <laughs> I did need to. I was exhausted. We needed a break, yes. And so I turned in a paper. Tori got some Zs. And then off to watch Sweat with Lynn Nottage in the audience. No pressure. Yes. We got to see an incredible... Incredible production of Sweat by the St. Louis Black Repertory Company. Yes, I had never seen Sweat. I've read it. I've heard. I've heard a reading of it somewhere. Very special. Can't say where. But uh, but this was really exciting for me because I I never got to see it perform live. So that was really cool. And then we and then we hung out on Friday night. We were back by before eleven, probably right. Mm, ish. Ish. Yeah. But then the next morning, back once at again, it. back at it. Uh, and this, it was <laughs> on raining. this particular morning, <laughs> it was raining. That was another interesting thing about Kansas. The weather was all over the place. And it must be this way this time of year. But we had both packed what well, we had overpacked. But you're preparing, thinking it was going to be 
warm actually because according to like looking at the weather projections what the weather was going to be it was saying it was going to be warm we knew it would be windy so each of us did have we had jackets and things like that but at the end of the day I would say I wore a third of my wardrobe because they're just same you know mm -hmm. same. yeah yeah it definitely didn't wear all the shoes I planned to wear yeah well so so on Saturday, we went over to, to the Independence Community College, and we were doing the last day of the TYA track. Idris had an open mic scheduled, which was, which was really fun. And day came, she read some work, Mabel shared some work, I read something. Um, did anybody else share that day? We heard somebody shared their thoughts about the, their, their thought. experience, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I think so, too, about their experience of the festival. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> on the way, so there was the main check in place in one building and then where the panel was in another. And in that 15 minute pocket of time where we needed to go from one building to the other, there was a hailstorm. So we got soaked. And after that. Uh, reading after the open mic was the um, the the conversation Lynn Nottage had with Stacy Rose at the library, and there were it was a small group of people there to see these two amazing women have a conversation about theater making, and we were soaked down we to our chonies. What? <laughs> yep. Wet pants. Wet underpants. Socks. Oh Everything boy, was that wet. was. Woo. I could not wait to get back to the hotel yeah. and change. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, but cow. then we didn't go back because then we went to the picnic. There was a picnic afterwards, so it was a whole. Yep. It was a whole day of enduring, being wet. But we had lots of great conversations because we really did meet a lot of people on that Saturday. Um, people that we hadn't scene because we'd been so busy doing our TYA stuff that we didn't really get a chance to interact with a lot of people that were in other parts of the festival. So the cool thing about Inge is there's so much stuff going on that really it's, it has something for everyone who is a theater lover, theater maker, you know, like you had, you had the opportunity to watch plays, to hear some new work. There were some scholars there. There was like a whole scholars track, right? Um, we had the TYA thing going on. Like there was just a lot. There was something for students to do devised work. Like there yeah, was there was play, playmaking ensemble. Yeah. Oh gosh, that sounded like so much yeah. fun. Yeah. There was creating in community round tables. There was just really so, so yeah, like you said, so, so many offerings. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout out to Ron. Yes, Ron. Not Ron, your husband. Not my husband. I mean, <laughs> shout out to Ron, my husband. But shout out to Ron, who was doing all of the photography yes. for the event. I mean, I, I can't, every time I turned around, Ron, Ron was there. in the space. So he was really, it looked like he was capturing some amazing moments. So I can't wait to see all of those. Um, I'm curious. I'm hoping they're going to pop up on the website or something so that we can see them because that, that was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, also the mayor, Dean, Dean was doing some of the shuttle service. Yep. <laughs> Dean the mayor. So the whole town, the whole town does show up. Yep. 
they pitch in and they they're it, that was one of the things that I that I found really refreshing and inspirational is how the community really does come together to support this. And we were asking Val because you know, as Tori mentioned, Val was was driving everyone around like at all hours of the day and we're just like like don't you don't you like want to get some sleep or aren't you tired? Don't you have stuff to do? And she's like, "Oh, we're we're here for this," you know? And I just thought that was so lovely. It was really amazing to see how everyone just comes together to to be a part of this. It's wonderful. Oh my gosh. So there are so many people who came together to make this festival possible. And this is the 39th William Inge Theater Festival. So we wanted to to give a, a quick shout out to all of those people who came together to make it happen because it does take... It, there was a team. So we have Hannah, Dee, Amanda, Ashley, Shannon, Sarah, all of these human beings came together. They were at, and, and I'll tell you what, if you needed something, if you needed something as a, as a moderator, like an extension cord, like an extension cord, or or <laughs> a power supply for your MacBook, or you or, weren't sure, or or a ride. Hey, or a ride. We need a ride. To we need store. to get <laughs> Boy, D D got us got us around town one day. Yeah. Um, Shannon, Shannon was there, showed up, the up with some tech. power cords. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was super helpful. Yes. So, so thank you to all of the people um, behind the scenes. And sometimes we got to see them in the front of the scenes, but running around making everything happen because, wow, what a whirlwind and how exhausting. And then all of the things leading up to it, you know, getting the travel plans together and, and for all of the artists coming in from out of town and all of the panelists. So it's an incredible, incredible work. Props to all of you. One thing we didn't get to see on my next visit to Independence, I want to see Laura Ingalls' house. I want to see Little House on the Prairie. Yes. <laughs> Little House. Got to hear stories about it from yeah. everybody. But, got to learn uh, about Dr. Tan, remember? Dr. Tan, that's right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look him up, people. Dr. Tan. Look up Dr. Tan. Uh oh. And one other thing, just so everybody knows, we almost lost Mabel <laughs> during this visit because we. <laughs> one thing about one of those shuttles is it was really hard to open and close the shuttle door. And we were sitting, Mabel was sitting right by the shuttle door because I think it seats like 10, right? And we had just been talking about Oh, wouldn't that be? I don't think we said funny, but what if that shut if that door open and somebody because it's a sliding because it's a sliding it's a, door. And we kid you not, right after that conversation, the door flew open and Mabel goes ah! And so I grabbed her arm. I was and I should later, say that I was not wearing a seatbelt at the time. Shame on me. But later, come to find out. What Mabel was worried about, the reason she yelled, is she thought her computer bag was going to fly out. I was worried about Mabel flying out. And Mabel was like, save the computer. Save the stories. Save the stories. <laughs> a true writer. I'm like, I am nothing without my computer. 
<laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, she is here to tell the tale. So um, lots I of live. adventures. She I, who, okay, so you grabbed onto me, and I think Freddie had the door, right? It was... It was, it was a it was a it, it was, was a, a team communal, effort. Yeah, it was a communal team effort to communal. save my life. <laughs> Holy cow! Yes, <sighs> I forgot about that, Tori. <laughs> mm-hmm. But that was that was our adventures. I mean, getting there and getting back was pretty uneventful as far as flights mm-hmm. went. I felt like that it was all pretty smooth when it came to that. We were able to relax a little bit on the flights back and the flights there. We were working. We were developing, yeah, our our lesson plan. And but you know what, Tori, I have to say. That is, I think, one of the coolest things. I mean, we met a lot of really cool people, but I have to say that the the part that I enjoyed most was was being in a classroom with you. Because we've done Zoom stuff together, but mm-hmm. we haven't been in a classroom together in person since March of 2020. So this was our first time back alive where I could like see your whole body and like read your I know. And, you know, and, I, and that was just that was just so special. So I I appreciate having gone on this journey with you. I think it was, I think we had such a good time and, um, and I hope that we get to do more things like this because, oh uh, my goodness. because yes. I mean, the reason we have this podcast is because we missed hanging out with each other, you know, during the pandemic. And so, um, so yeah, I think it was, I, I think it, that was, that was the highlight for me really was just, yeah, it, it was. I mean, we have fun when we travel together, but getting to teach together, that is, that is special. And we just don't get that many opportunities to do it anymore. So we have to make the opportunities. This kind of fell in our lap. (laughs) All right. What do we, what's next for us? What's next as far as podcast goes? Well, oh my gosh, we're going to be, we have a couple of episodes that we'll be dropping, including that TYA panel. And then we have two other episodes to drop that are really exciting. Then we're going to be building out season five, which is going to include some of those people that we met at the festival. So we, yeah, very much looking forward to season five. And yeah, I don't know. Is there something else I'm not thinking of? I don't think we have any other plans. I'm going to tennis camp. But I don't think we have any other travel plans on the on the horizon, which is good. We need to we not need yet. To, we need a break. We need mm-hmm. a break. Yeah. Maybe we should post our exercise up on. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll post our our writing exercise on uh, on the show notes. Um, and really, do yourself a favor and check out the William Inch Theater Festival. Like seriously, we had a conversation with Kalia Davis on our last day there, and we're thinking like. The amount or the the caliber of talent that has made their way to Independence, Kansas is something to behold. So really do yourself a favor and check it out and, and make plans to go next year. Like this this festival, it's really unique and not just for the theater aspect, but also for the community. It's it's really special community. Yes, here, here. And, and, and hats off to Hannah Joyce at the end of the day. To learn more about the the inner workings, if you haven't heard the episode, check out, um, like it's a few episodes back, but it's the, the episode where we interview Hannah um, and she talks all about it. It's, it's amazing. All right, Tori, I got to get back to doing homework. Yeah, I know. I got to get back to getting ready to go out of town. Oh yeah, Tori, <laughs> you're leaving again. Tomorrow. tomorrow. Jeez. Tomorrow, yes. Yes. All right, go pack again. (laughs) All right, everybody. I know. Until next time.
All right. Bye. Bye, Bye playwrights. Bye, playwrights. <laughs>